Hey guys, it's Melissa Oatman here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to another episode of Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness. I am so excited because today we have with us Miss Jenny Gain, and she is here to talk to us about all things manifesting. And if you thought you knew how to manifest, you're probably wrong. So I cannot <sighs> wait to talk to Jenny and find out how we're doing the whole manifesting thing wrong or how we can make it better and i'm just excited about all of that so welcome to another episode i am so excited to have you here so welcome to you jenny as well thanks melissa i'm excited to be here with you and everyone who's listening um what an intro just saying you, you're probably doing it wrong so this is how to do it right <laughs> well i mean we were talking about this beforehand we always do kind of like a little pre-show get to know you and we were talking about manifesting and we were both agreeing that a lot of times we focus on the wrong thing and a lot of people have been taught to focus on the wrong thing so i cannot wait for you to give us your take on manifesting and how we can actually do it the right way yeah there's so many different levels right like as we manifest on our journey we're always learning more and more and better and better i'm a big believer in the, you know the name uh, even the name of your show like your inner awesome we have on our co-host a podcast manifest it now and we end like it's kind of like our slogan like go be awesome and it's so true we are all awesome inside there's there's nothing wrong with us it's just learning how to best you know express ourselves express our inner awesome in this world yeah and that is probably one of the hardest things for a lot of people is just being who you are and being authentic and true to yourself that is like what I'm all about. That's exactly what I help women with. And I think we have a whole world that tells us to be one way or would prefer us to fit into the box. And it feels so good. Like we don't feel fulfilled until we're living in my company is called live your truth. And that's just how I state that, you know, living your truth, living your authentic path. And it's something that never ends. You know, we can have to continue to honor that our whole life, our whole path. Yeah, because we tend to evolve and change as human beings. So a lot of times what was once authentic to us, if we are going through an awakening or we're just learning new things, because that's what life is all about, no longer feels authentic to us. Yeah, it actually plays into manifesting a lot because we sometimes seek in the beginning, right? We're like, we just want this thing and then I'll feel good. Then I can relax and then I'll be, once I get that done or achieve this or get the house or get the person or have the money or whatever it is, then we're like, then life will be good. But it never, well, there's a bunch of things wrong with that, but we always want more. So I'm sure probably people listening have experienced, oh, I manifested this, but I realized my life didn't change. I'm not all of a sudden peaceful and <laughs> happy with my life. And so there's so much, there's that deeper element and aspect to it, but just that constant change. We're always, everything's constantly changing. And so we really have to flow with that. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree with you. That's such a good point. So before we really get into the nuts and bolts of yeah. how do we manifest, tell us a little bit about yourself, how, how did you start helping other women find their truth and step into their power to be their true authentic selves? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm originally Canadian. I live in Florida right now. Um, but, you know, the big 
transition for me was really when I was in Australia, I was taking a year to solo backpack around and it's beautiful and amazing, but I was kind of in that place of like, what am I going to do with my life? And it was always very important for me to do something I'm passionate about. I didn't want to just get a job and work at it for 20 years. I just didn't know what that was. And so on that trip, I actually very law of attraction style came across an Abraham Hicks book called the power of your emotions. And as soon as I read that, I resonated with that information and what they were saying and speaking about, and it was just like, a, it was a big click. And so I started to practice that in my life and talk about it and live it and all the principles. And I just really felt in sync with life. And then one of my friends one day said, you know, oh, you're basically my law of attraction coach. And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like I can get paid to, to teach this. It's so like kind of easy for me. It's very natural. And that started that journey. So then I, you know, took a certification and just started, I was already personal training. So I was working with people already and kind of that same sense of a role of being a mentor and a guide. And so it was an easy transition. And as soon as I started seeing results in the people I was working with, with just little things, little tweaks and applying and understanding their power. I mean, it's just built from there, become more and more and more involved in all of it. I love it. I've loved all of it. Yeah. I mean, it's, when you were speaking earlier, I kind of got chills. And for me, that's my, when you hear the truth and you know, you're in alignment with the truth, that's what happens for me. Same. So, yeah. So I know that, um, it's the same when you feel like you're in alignment with your purpose too, in that you're doing what really makes you happy and doing what you love and yeah. like, Oh, I get to do this. It doesn't feel like something I have to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. And that can change too, for people. I think people need to understand that you can at one time in your life feel very much in alignment with what you're doing for a living. And then years later, that can change for you too. I, we're, I don't, I think it's just so weird that we have this idea that you have to pick a career and do it for 30 or 40 years. Like, I think that's so, it's so weird. <laughs> like we're evolving beings. Of course, our desires are going to evolve. Of course, what we resonate and are passionate about is going to evolve. Yeah. I'm same. I'm a big believer in that. And we get stuck sometimes in the idea that we should well I mean I think that's the old the old way you know the stay in the same job and the, the security comes from there which it never does as lots lots of people have learned yeah yeah it's hard I think for people to take a risk but if you're in alignment with the thing then it becomes easier to do that for you because you otherwise it's like a struggle I don't know it's just, yeah. it's just a struggle well, a big part of manifesting that I don't think gets talked about a ton, um, which would be fun to talk about is just this idea of instead of trying to manage conditions or actions, like we really go to the inner game, we go to the inside and we manage that. So when we learn that we can, I read it, it was a quote the other day that like the most powerful manifestation is being in control of your feelings or how you feel. And so we're not, we don't need external things to feel happy or secure, you know? And so when we can get to that place within ourselves in our life and we are feeling secure, feeling confident, we're feeling grounded, 
and then we choose a passion or um, a job, a career, something from that place. Now we're in our power. Now we're going to attract something that that uplifts, that adds to our life versus fills the void of security and um, that kind of, that's the sense of that, getting it from the outside. Yeah, and I think that's something a lot of people struggle with because they go to work every day and it's, I have to go to work. You know, I have to make money, I have to do this. And it's always that phrasing of like obligation. I have to do this, I have to do this. What would you say to people who are stuck in that pattern? that the one most powerful thing you can start today. And if you practice it for a week, you will feel different. And then, you know, you're on your path is changing that one word, actually two words have to, and need to, those are two very disempowering words that we use all the time. Right. And changing it to either I choose to, I want to, or I get to. So there's sometimes that we don't, those are, those are coming from an empowered place. And I mean, there's sometimes we don't want to do things that we feel like we have to do, but if we just switch the language to, I choose to do this, right? Like we don't want to pay the electrical bill, but we do, we do want to have electricity. So using the phrase and take standing in your power and saying, I'm choosing to pay my electric bill. (laughs) That feels totally different. And that's putting you in your power as a manifester. Yeah. And doesn't it help to, if you, because just saying, I choose to pay my bill might make some people go, so what, you know, but if you added to that, maybe to, I choose to pay my bill so that I have electricity, which allows me to do X, Y's, which allows me to watch the shows I enjoy or to connect with family through, you know, Zoom or whatever else, things that they want to do that they get to do with the electricity. Absolutely. And now you just like highlighted a beautiful manifesting tool because that's getting into the experience of it, right? Like that's what we're connect when we connect to what we want. Yeah. And when you get the feeling, it activates the feeling more. Yeah. So it's the joy that you get when you get to do all of the things that resulted from the thing you didn't necessarily want to do. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I love that. And we were talking earlier, too, about how sometimes, because every manifesting guru out there that I've heard, and I know I have not heard them all, but a lot of them say that you need to focus on what you want with unwavering faith and, you know, be thankful. And we were talking earlier about how sometimes when you do that, you're actually focusing on the lack of the thing instead of the manifesting. And you said a lot of people who are new to manifesting do that. Yeah. Expand on that. Funny that there's gurus doing that. And there is an element of truth to that. And I would just tweak it like this idea of unwavering belief in what you want. If you're making the, what you want as the condition, you know, you're going to get in your own way. You're going to be activating the lack of it. But if we go a little more general and we say, what we want is to be free, right. Or to feel freedom, then there's a ton more alignment there um, in that phrasing and the unwavering, unwavering. And firstly, 
if we don't have belief in it, we don't believe it's possible. We can't have unwavering belief. Like you can't force yourself to believe something. There's a process to this. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Coming back to your, to the actual original question though. So we say it again, what you said of like the statement, what they say is the. To focus on the thing you want to manifest with unwavering faith. Yes. Okay. So even in that, when we say I want something, okay, I want money. What they're, what you're also saying at that same time is I don't have money. Like the word it's crazy. Cause like we get in manifesting, there's such an emphasis on clarifying what you want and focusing on what you want. And, but in that even statement want, there is lack that you also activate the lack of it. Um, but so saying that I don't want to dis like wanting things and acknowledging what you want is important. And it is a step in the manifesting process, but staying there too long doesn't serve anyone. So, and the way I kind of operate the philosophies that, you know, I'm teaching is we manifest by who we're being, not by what we want. And I think Joe Dispenza, Dr. Joe Dispenza, I don't know if you've come in contact with this. Yeah. So he has this uh, quote and it's like, we, you attract who you are being, you attract who you're being, not what you want. And so it's this idea of, of getting into the energy. It's our energy. It's our vibration. It's how we're feeling most often that's attracting what we want. And the universe already knows, you know, all we've asked for what we want about a gazillion times. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, we don't really need, if we, if we could just spend way more of our time getting out of the way of the how, you know, so, and not, not keeping our focus on what we want and what we want, but just being in our life, being the person who has the house and has the money, has the partner, we really open up the energy and then the space for the universe to deliver it to us. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is probably where a lot of people get tripped up because I think they really are focusing when you focus on saying like, I want, and there's even methods that you write it down 55 times or whatever, I've seen that too. And it's like, okay, but there again, just as you said, the I want part kind of focuses on that you don't have it. So there's the lack thereof, it, which is where your attention goes. Yeah. So how would you, advise someone or what tips could you give someone who wants to feel like the person who has the stuff that they are hoping to manifest? Yeah. Well, firstly, it's not a super simple, it's simple, but it just takes like everything, right? Like our awakening, it takes time to step into. Um, But the first thing I would say is when, so wanting something, the feeling of wanting something or dreaming about it or thinking about it does serve you depending where you are on the vibrational scale or like I'm just using my terminology vibrational scale or emotional scale um so the best guidance for that is if it feels good to think about what you want then think about it but if it doesn't then 
don't think about it. So sometimes we, you know, we have this mentality that I have to think about what I want, you know, in order for it to manifest. And that's not true because if you're thinking about it and you don't believe you can have it, you're actually adding resistance to your path. You know, you're create, you're increasing the gap between you and that thing. So super, super important to only think about what you want and the reality of what you want, when it's exciting for you, when it feels good, when it feels possible and hopeful and all of that. And so a really simple way to answer your question, to, to practice the beingness part of it is to just, you know, kind of reflect and ask yourself, okay, when I have my dream home, how am I being like, do I act different? Do I feel different? Do I act different? And that will give you insight into, and just keep it simple. Like one thing you can either change in your thoughts or your actions. So maybe when you're in your dream home, you appreciate the view for an extra five minutes a day, like when you wake up so that you can start adding that to your day. Now, maybe you don't have a view at your current home, but you look at a picture or you pretend you not, not pretend you, but you go outside and, and look at your front yard, whatever that might be. So that's, you're getting into like, I'm being that person in that example. Does that help? Yeah, absolutely. And I know exactly what you mean because we dream about having the beach home or whatever. And you think if I had that home, I would get up and have coffee out on the deck, but you don't, go outside and have your coffee now. Yeah. So exactly. That, so that makes great example. Yeah. So start going outside and having your coffee is perfect. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That makes total sense. And I think that um, probably if we sat down and thought about it, we're all guilty of not living in the way that we would live if we had the lifestyle or had the things that would allow us to live that way. Absolutely. And that's why it's so, this is exactly how we want to leverage and how we want to manifest is like, when we start to be the person life, the law of attraction has to respond. It has to respond. It doesn't, one of my favorite things and why I love teaching and working with the law of attraction is because a, like, yes, I'm guiding people, but I'm not the one they're doing the work. The law of attraction is the one helping them shift and having the realizations and the manifestations. It's not anything I'm giving them, you know, it's, not, I'm not ad giving people advice. I'm saying, Hey, go apply this, this way. And the, the universe will respond. <laughs> and so the law of attraction doesn't judge it's non-judgmental. And a lot of people actually mix up this up too, is in manifesting. There's this idea that like, I, there's good things waiting and piling up for me. And that's true. That is, that's true, but the law of attraction is just going to respond to the energy you're in most of the time. It doesn't, it's going to respond as equally to negative energy or resistance as it does to positive energy and allowing. It's not saying, oh, I'm going to, you know, make sure they have a good experience here. You know, depending what you talk about, there's like, then of course you have your inner being and you have source or God or divine intelligence. That's yes wants everything for you but the law of attraction is just it's it doesn't have an opinion yeah it just is and whatever you're adding to it is what ends up manifesting 
yeah, what it responds to. So it, I kind of think about it like we are this ball of energy and we're just radiating out information all day long and the law of attraction is just responding to that. Yeah, I mean, that makes total sense. And I've seen it in my own life where when you're focused, like you let your mind wander and you focus on negative things and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, why'd that happen? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, I was thinking about all those negative things earlier. So <laughs> I mean, not exactly that way, but you know what I mean? Like we've got to pay attention to what we're allowing to come through our minds, you know, and of course everyone's going to have negative thoughts. That's just the way our brains are wired, but it's paying attention to them and then being able to quickly shift yourself out of that. So if you, let's say someone's having a really bad day and they're realizing, oh, my thoughts are spiraling pretty quickly and I'm getting into this negative cycle. What would you tell them to do? Like, what advice would you give someone? I'm actually a big, um, I guide in the way that I don't, I believe we have natural well-being flowing to and through us. And so the more we just get out of the way, the easier it is for kind of that energy to take over. So I'm a big teacher of paying attention to your thoughts and observing them and bringing awareness and attention to them, but I, and guiding them, but not trying to control them and often not trying to change the feeling right away. I think that's another area that manifestors get really stuck on is we try to change negative emotion too soon because we don't freaking like it. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> And so instead of like just letting it go by and saying, oh, hey, oh, there you are. Okay, see ya. We're like, oh, can't I can't feel that. I must feel positive. What can I think about that's positive, right? And that's actually very resistant. We actually creating, kind of making it harder for ourselves to feel better. And so what I advise if someone's in a uh, downward negative spiral or feel there's two different things. If you're feeling strong, strong, intense emotion, negative emotion, there's nothing to do. Don't try to change it. Let it be, have a nap, distract yourself, go to sleep, write the day off and then say, I'll wake up and I'll start again tomorrow. Because it's just, when we try to change very strong negative emotion, we, it's like standing in front of a train. There's too much like vibrational energetic momentum going. It knocks us over every, every time. And that feels, it feels like we're failing when we do that. So it's, I've gotten so much more success with my clients when they, they're practicing, just getting out of the way, not trying to change it in that moment. But if we catch something that uh, feel a thought that doesn't feel good in the early stages. And we're like, Oh, wow. Yeah. That doesn't feel good. There's not a lot of momentum going. We can really, then that's when we can say, what would feel better? What's something else that would feel better about this situation. And then it's amazing when you practice this and that's when you really feel like empowered about choosing your focus because then you're like oh I feel better and then you just start to see things like you mentioned kind of flow a little easier in your day yeah I think that's a really good piece of advice because um, I know there's a lot of people who have reached out and said you know I just have a problem with negative thinking 
and it, you know, I notice I do it a lot. And so I think that's just something that a lot of people need to hear is that, you know, and I, I actually yeah, heard something that it's like, it's easier for us to have a negative thought. And I'm like, why? Oh, why is that? <laughs> why? That's not fair. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I mean, if you even look at the way that your brain is wired, mm-hmm. it tends to focus on the negative things. And that's I mean, at one point that was to keep you safe, but exactly. it doesn't do that anymore. So we've got to yes. learn how to retrain. And yes. for many of us, not only was it like your brain, sitting here telling you to think of these negative things or focus on that. We also had parents or people around us who were like, well, you shouldn't try that because you'll probably fail. Try thinking they're trying to keep you safe. And yet it really is doing the opposite. So there's a lot to overcome when it comes to biology. Mm-hmm. I think it totally is evolution. Like you're, you're, you nailed it, right? Like we, it used to serve a purpose for us to be to think negatively first, to be aware of those things. But we have evolved as a human species and we now need to catch our mind up a little bit and how our brain works. And just like you said, yeah, retrain it. It's all about retraining that. And it's so possible, you know, we can retrain our mind. We can retrain all our muscles, all those neural pathways. Yeah. And it's just like anything else. It just takes a lot of practice. You know, anything that becomes a habit, it took doing it regularly to make it a habit yeah people hate hearing that i know <laughs> they're like so can we manifest this in 10 days i'm like we can get close <laughs> we can open the door <laughs> i mean it always depends on where they're at so right right well and i think we've just become a nation of i want it instantly because everything is at our fingertips all the time and i even see this with my students that it's like well i want to be able to hit that button i want to do the google search and i want to be able to have that information like right here right now as soon as i want it and it doesn't work that way with a lot of things like we want to think that yeah you can do it in a day and it doesn't work like that it does get like, I'm sure you found this that throughout your journey, it does get easier and smoother and you get access to those kind of answers quicker. And I think awareness is just like, as your awareness expands throughout the years of this, it is, it's so powerful because that's, what's the thing that catches, like that puts the pieces together. Yeah, And then when you do that, you feel so you're like, oh, I had that thought like this happens all the time. It happened this morning. One of my clients, I, I said, oh, I wonder what she's going <laughs> to message me today. Like what, when she's going to message me. And it was just totally random, but I was aware of it. And then, so the four hours later when she's like, Hey, this happened, la la la. And um, it made it that experience for me that much more. Like I knew what was going on. I'm like, oh yeah, I was a part of this manifestation. So you, as your awareness develops, you, you just naturally observe and feel more powerful, like, and a, like a better manifester, if you could say we're all amazing manifestors, but like a more conscious manifester. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I talk about this all the time, even going through like spiritual awakening, whatever, and healing through the layers 
I will feel like I did it. I'm great. You know, and then some other trigger will happen. I'm like, ah, great. Now I start all over again. But it's like you said, it's not like starting all over again because you can get to the place of healing much faster and with more grace and ease after you have, you know, gone through it once already. So that is so the biggest thing. And I think a lot of times, like my clients, because I'm working with them a year, two years, three years, it's like, they're like, oh, but I'm back here. And, and did I get it wrong? Did I go backwards? And I'm like, no, look at you. It used to take you, you know, five days to get through this. And now it took you one. Yeah. And that is so, because contrary to popular belief, the goal is not a totally, you know, only happy, positive experience life. Like we, it is, there's so much value in our negative emotions. There's so much value in contrast. And from the big picture, things are always working out for us, but, but there's a flow just like everything in nature, you know? Yeah. It's like the rocks that get carved by the water. You know, you have to have the pressure and the challenges coming up against you in order to shape who you are becoming. So without the challenges, you would be a very one-dimensional flat, boring person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about, um, your podcast and your book that you have. Yeah. Uh, so I published my book, uh, the champion mindset and what the feedback I've got, it was a total like inspiration and it, it was my first book. So it was very exciting. And it's just kind of an overview of law of attraction. And the feedback I've got from it is it makes it breaks it down, makes it simple and applicable in your life. So it's very, yeah, just simple and broken down easily. So a lot of people, both people who are new to law of attraction, because I had a lot of my, you know, friends supporting me saying, okay, I'll read it. And they're like, wow, this is, I get it. I get what you're doing with your life now, (laughs) which is really cool. And then long-term, you know, long-term LOA are saying, oh yeah, this is just a great kind of back to basics, grounding understanding. So and then I uh, have a podcast, uh, yeah, Manifest It Now with my co-host Cassie Parks. And we've been doing it for, we're coming up on our sixth year. So it's been, yeah, it's been fun. And we just talk about everything manifesting. We have like over 300 episodes, like every topic you can imagine. And same, we kind of just chat back and forth and it's very casual, but we, we love it. That's awesome. I cannot wait to go and check that out because I have not listened to it yet, but six years, that's quite an accomplishment. And how often do you guys publish an episode? We've been doing once a week. week. Uh, And we usually, we're just switching to seasons now. So we're going to go deeper into a topic and then, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, some people say six years, but we publish an episode once every six months or something, you know, like, oh, okay. Yeah. We've been speaking. We get on the phone every week for a couple hours and we like chat for half of it and then we record. (laughs) That's the best way I think though, to do podcasts, because I really like people who really are casual and like you're having a conversation at the coffee table you know it just I think it's so much more meaningful because you can really connect with a person's energy instead of like the stiff podcast I've been on 
a guest on a couple of different podcasts. And so like sometimes you'll have people who are like, I have the five scripted questions here that I have to ask you. And then like, you can't go outside of that box. I can't then, imagine. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay. And then there's people who, you know, just like, like this, just having a casual conversation. And I think that that casual conversation definitely works out better. So yeah, well, we, we both knew it was important and probably yourself as well to have fun. Yeah, so exactly. I couldn't think of anything better than getting on the phone and talking to someone you like about a subject you love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds like a dream job for sure. Right. That's how we feel. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. I love that. So um, I know you also work with people too doing coaching. So what kinds of programs do you offer um, in working with people? Well, I have, I'm really excited. I just launched a, it's a really just five day quick introduction. If someone's struggling with like, they just want a little piece to understand how this works. Um, I created a course that's like five days that helps them get into alignment with one thing, just one little thing. Um, and that's called alignment first. And so I'm really excited about that. And then the next kind of step up from that is my course called LOA skills camp. And that's eight weeks. And I take women through basically like intro, not introduction, but like stepping into your power as a manifester. So you go from kind of like not really knowing and to really feeling the shifts and being clear and um, knowing, you know, how to move forward in the best way. Um, and then I have a membership called Live Your Truth Tribe that is just for ongoing support of people, you know, applying the teachings. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I love all that you're doing to help people step into their power and to help them learn how to manifest amazing things because everyone deserves to be happy and, and to live their best life. So I love that you're doing that. Yes. And to like, know they have the power to create what they want. Like anything you want is possible. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So if anyone wants to buy your book or they want to take one of your courses or even just listen to your podcast, what's the best way to find you? It's super simple. You can literally Google my name, G-I-N-N-Y-G-A-N-E, or the podcast, Manifest It Now, and you'll find the links, Paul. Everything's on the website. And feel free to connect with me on Instagram, too. If Message me and say, hey, I, was on, I heard you on Melissa's podcast. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to have all of her links in the show notes, too. So you can just go directly there even. And just one click away, you can get to her website or to her social media. So. Thank you so much, Melissa. I love like the co-creative element of this and just getting to connect and share. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always felt like, you know, my purpose is to help. And I know my audience is mostly women, but I know I have some men out there too, but to help women heal. But I've also learned through this podcast that another big part of my mission is to support other women in mm -hmm their missions, which is getting the word out and getting out of their message. I love that. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so much fun. I love doing it. And I love getting to meet people like you who are just changing the world. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. So I always ask our guests before they leave, 
to leave our audience members with some little piece of advice or nugget of wisdom. So if you could give our listeners some sort of piece of wisdom today, what would that be? I'm going to say, and this is going to maybe sound weird, but be easier on yourself. Like let yourself off the hook because any of the pressures or things you think you did wrong or haven't done or not. And, you know, when we choose to let that be okay, that's when we open the space to like know our power and to feel our true self. So whatever it is, you don't need a reason to, to just be easy with yourself. I love that. I just did a whole podcast episode about the steps to forgiving. And it was mostly about forgiving yourself because a lot of us don't realize when we say we need to forgive others that it's really important to forgive forgive ourselves as well as other people. Mm-hmm. And um, that is, of course, was only on my Patreon page. So those of you who are listening today, if you want to hear the episode about forgiveness, you need to join me over on Patreon and the link will be in the show notes for that too. But I would love to have you over on Patreon. I want to thank you so much, Jenny, for being here today. This was so much fun and so insightful. Well, it was a pleasure. Thank you. And I want to thank all of you for being here with us today as well. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a positive review from wherever you're listening. And as always, the biggest compliment you can pay me is to share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Don't forget to follow me on social media. And if you want to work with me, you can go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you'll see all the services I offer and you can book directly from the website. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. As always, I am sending you so much love and light and I will talk to you soon. Bye guys.